How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So in just a couple of weeks, the PC party will choose a leader who will go head-to-head with Kathleen Wynne in the June election. And Christine Elliott is an obvious frontrunner. She has name recognition. She has experience, and I think many will agree she could competently go up against Wynne. But she has been low-key in this campaign. She lost the last leadership campaign. So is she playing cautious and taking a steady approach? Is it a lesson learned from the past or just what we need right now in the province? Kind of calm before the election storm. Christine Elliott is a contender for leadership. She joins me now. So, Christine, um, we're now about two weeks away uh, from what has been, I think, one of the most volatile uh, and unexpected leadership campaigns that we have ever seen. And you basically have to pull off what most do in months in a, in a matter of weeks. How doable is this? I, very doable. I think that I'm continuing to concentrate on um, the reason why I think I should be leader, my experience and my knowledge, uh, both Queen's Park and across Ontario, and the fact that Ontario um, needs us to win the next election. So you just have to shut out the distractions and, and focus on your own work and speaking to the people of Ontario about what you would like to do to make life more affordable for them. The big challenge if you win leadership, is that you're going to have to come up with a platform? Or do you plan on running or picking up the pieces of the People's Guarantee, um, given that you have said that you would, in fact, be open to getting rid of the carbon tax? Yes, I I would not implement a carbon tax. I believe that there are ways that we can be both environmentally as well as fiscally responsible without a tax on uh, the carbon tax. But the other elements of the platform, I think, have are good sound public policy and are there some areas that I would like to concentrate on more than others? Yes, but fundamentally I think it's a good platform. It is, but it is an expensive platform. I mean, it has to be paid for and that carbon tax would have gone a long way in doing such. Um, so how do you then pay for it? Because I think the, the big criticism from the Liberals will be you're going to have to cut and once that narrative goes into play, it's very hard to fight against that. Well, one of the things that we would do is to do a a value for money audit, and I would like to be the one that goes through line by line of their budget and looks at their programs to determine whether they provide value for taxpayers. If they don't, I would expect that taxpayers would want us to um, stop those programs and put that money into programs that, that they are asking for. We also have seen what the Liberals have done over the last 15 years in terms of wasting taxpayer dollars. We've seen the, the billion-dollar cancellation of the gas plant for no reason other than political reasons. Uh, $8 billion spent on e-health when we still don't have a working system of electronic medical records. The list goes on and on. So I am confident that between the value for money audit and the uh, not wasting the money like the Liberals have wasted, we will find that money. You know, one of the things I talked about on my show uh, the other day is that, you know, this is almost a chance to have a reset button. So if, in fact, Christine Elliott wins or whomever wins, 
I want them to run as a conservative. I no longer feel like conservatives should be sorry for what they run for, and nor should they be feeling guilty in trying to run as anything uh, but who they are. You know, I think that's what people want. They want to change, but they want a clear and concise choice. Absolutely, they do. And I'm a, a proud progressive conservative, and I agree that we need to be proud about our roots and what we stand for. And people are looking for that right now. They want that level of stability and consistency that we will bring. Um, Caroline Mulrooney had said today that you and Doug Ford, um, you know, they'd, she'd like you to uh, follow along and request that Patrick Brown step aside. Do you support that? No, no, I don't, because the party has already made that determination. And I think now it's up to our membership to decide who they think the the leader should be. So I am um, I'm. I'm going to run uh, with five candidates in this race, and I feel uh, very comfortable with where I am right now, and the members will decide. She did go further and say, you know, suggest that both you and Doug Ford are are essentially almost teaming up with Brown. Is that a fair uh, analysis? No, it is not. It is not. I am running my own campaign and will certainly continue to do so independently. Does that signal to you that she is concerned about uh, not being able to get support over to her side to make it to that second vote? Because if you look at the polls, the internal polling, she is at this point running third. Well, I'm, I'm not really sure. I guess you, you'd have to ask her that. Um, I'm just concentrating on on what uh, my views are, what I bring to the table, and I really feel that experience is really important in this campaign because we only have about 100 days to the election once the, uh, where we are right now, and about 60 days by the time this is all wrapped up. So we really need to have somebody who, who knows how things work um, at Queen's Park, but also understands the regional differences. I'm in Thunder Bay right now. I'm hearing very different concerns than what I hear in Toronto. So when you are the leader, you have to make policy that's going to benefit everyone and respond to specific concerns. I have that. I also have had the experience of working in healthcare exclusively for the last two years. So I've had the opportunity to hear from patients and families as well as healthcare providers about where the gaps are in service and how we can make our system better. So that's what I'm concentrating on. You know, I think Torontonians would be comfortable with a Christine Elliott running on the ballot. But outside of Toronto, when you get to the GTA, when you look north, when you look to areas like Hamilton, London, they feel very shut out of the vote. And I, are, there's been growing frustration for years that they feel like they don't have a say when it comes to provincial elections. How do you reach them? Well, I think you continue uh, traveling to all parts of Ontario and speaking with people and really understanding their concerns. I I feel that um, Northerners particularly have felt that decisions are being made at Queen's Park um, to to deal with issues in Northern Ontario that where they don't really even understand what the problem is, never mind the solution. So you have to travel and speak with people and understand their concerns in order to be relevant. So that's what I would continue to do as leader. Big thing in the North would be the ring of fire. If you're a elected leader of this party, will you uh, go forward and, and try to get the ring of fire or or get shovels in the ground and a deal done? Yes. 
Absolutely. It's a hugely important development, a $60 billion development with about 5,500 jobs coming from it. And it's important not just for Northern Ontario, but all parts of Ontario because they will be manufacturing supplies for building the roads as well as developing the Ring of Fire. So it's it's hugely important. We need to get all of the parties to the table, including Mattawa First Nations, and to make sure that uh, we start as soon as possible. We've heard the Liberal government talking about this for years and years and years with no real development happening. We need to get started right away. The big part of, uh, one of the big parts that doesn't really get discussed about in the People's Guarantee is the $1.9 billion invested into mental health care. And that, to me, is a a very big uh, and important plank of that platform. Um, Would you go further in that to develop more care uh, for those with dementia and long-term? Because the one area of the, the... policy that I'm not seeing now is care for seniors. It's very expensive in this province and our, you know, the voter base and, um, you know, there's a huge demographic in this province that are now having to care for their parents. Yes, absolutely. I think it's very important. Actually, the money that we would put forward in the mental health and addiction strategy would include a dementia strategy because we know that um, probably at least 60% of the residents of long-term care homes have some element of dementia and we need to make sure that they and the other residents are kept safe. So there's more need for behavioral support units and so on and more staff in long-term care homes. But we also need more long-term care beds and we have pledged in our platform to set up another 15,000 beds in the first five years as well as another 15,000 in the the five years following that. We also have a policy to develop a dental strategy for low-income seniors because we know there are lots of services that they require that that they're not receiving. And I think if you build the long-term care beds, that also solves a lot of the problems that we're seeing in emergency departments Mm -hmm. where people are receiving hallway medicine that is um, totally inappropriate because there aren't the beds available that they're up to up to 25 percent of all of the beds in hospitals right now are being occupied by people who don't really need to be there but don't have a long-term care bed to go to so i think if you deal with the problem in long-term care you can deal with a lot of other problems in healthcare as well. Just before I let you go, there's no question since Patrick Brown fell as leader that uh, I think what has been exposed is that there's a lot of problems within the party. There, there needs to be a cleanup. If you're selected leader, will you, I guess, root out the rot and clean up the party? Because I think some people have lost faith that the party is any better than, let's say, the Liberals. Yes, I think that the um, preliminary work has been started by Vic Fideli as the interim leader along with some of the caucus members who are remaining neutral. They have done a lot of work, but I think that there is more to be done. What I would like to see is for us to go back to the uh, democratic principles of our Constitution. There are checks and balances there to make sure that we operate on democratic principles, have open, fair, transparent nomination processes. That's what I want to get to, and I will work very diligently to make sure that happens. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you very much, Alex. Christine Elliott joining us, and the invite still available to Caroline Mulroney. She's the only person that we have not yet had on. So hopefully we'll get her on in the next little while.